0: Hello and welcome to Europhoria, the podcast all about the great glam and garish from Eurovision past. My name is Roland Bodnum and as ever, I am joined by the delightful Isabel Chilman. Hey Isabel. Hello. So, if you are listening to this on uh, Thursday morning, the morning of Semi-Final 2, how very exciting. Uh, If you haven't listened to Semi-Final 1 and you're listening to this, it's too late. It's irrelevant now. Don't go back and listen to it. I mean, you can if you want. It gives our opinions, but... Please do. We need the listens. (laughs) we do. Um, But uh, Semi-Final 1 has happened. The first 10 uh, non-Big 5 and non-Israeli countries are in the final. What we're going to be doing with this podcast, this episode, is we're going to go through the second semi final, plus the UK, Italy, and Germany, um, and give mm-hmm. reviews of all the entries very accurately, I'm sure, um, to tell you who we think will be in the final of Eurovision and who may win the whole thing. How are you doing, Isabel? Are you excited mm-hmm. about it?
1: Really excited. I've had half a bottle of Prosecco. Uh-oh. I'm eating chocolate. I'm smoking out my window. Oh, I'm mate. You're doing...
0: You're doing great. Uh, I also have, uh, to get me through this semi-final, I did get the beer delivered in the last episode, if you didn't hear it, um, but I realised that I have a bottle of whiskey and some ice, so if I need yes, it, mate. I may be pouring myself some whiskey Fucking halfway through. I uh, haven't worked out what song I'm going to pour that yet on, but when I do, you'll know that uh, it's not a great song and it needs me to... <laughs> Oh, actually, I might have just figured it out. We'll get there. <laughs> okay. okay, good. Right. Okay, so we are going to start, and we're doing this in order of performance on the semi final night itself, going through song by song. And then at the end, we'll throw in the big uh, six, big five as well. Yeah. So, Isabel, let us begin with the song Walking Out by Surabuk from Armenia. Mm-hmm. Um. This is a powerful song and quite a good way to open up the semi-final. It's got some distant horns and her voice is, is reasonably powerful. Uh, and Serbuk herself has, has participated in The X Factor Armenia and The Voice Ukraine. She reached the final in both competitions, so she's not uh, inexperienced when it comes to this sort of thing. Isabel, what did you think of Surbuk?
1: Uh, It's another melodramatic entry from Armenia... (laughs) <laughs> uh, they love going a little bit urban occasionally. Very yes. into it. Fine. I thought it was going to go bigger in the chorus than it mm. did. Mm. I think it's, a, as we've discussed in the previous episode, it is an interesting song. Mm. I have added it to my Eurovision playlist. I have. Okay. I like I like listening to it. Okay. Uh, do I remember any of it right now mm. after three bottles? Three bottles of Prosecco. <laughs> three <very> bottles. Half. <laughs> I was going to say three glasses. I've had more than that. Mm. Yeah. No, I don't remember (laughs) any of it. It's interesting. I think it will make it through the semis, but I don't think it will rank very highly on the night. I think it may even be bottom five of the night.
0: Ooh. So, yeah, in the 20s, basically. I, I said... High teens, uh, 17 to to 20, I would say. Um,
1: I think it's lucky that it's in the weaker of the semi-finals. Mm
0: -hmm, If it was
1: in semi-final one, I wouldn't have placed it in the finals, actually, because it was up against some really stiff competition. Semi-final two has a lot of weaker songs, as you will realise, because we will play... Fewer of them Some
0: of them Yeah Um, um, But it will It will make
1: it It will make it through the semis But not do very well on the night It will be forgettable
0: For the other one We were saying like There could have been Maybe 13 songs That could have gone in Legitimately For this one There's maybe Nine songs That probably should make it through and then there's the wild card slot which could be any number of things so
1: yeah potentially even less than nine
0: yeah yeah i think that's being generous uh so um yeah there's a couple of wild cards here that could be very hard to judge but i think this one will go through uh all right. Next up, we have Ireland uh, with Sarah McTurnan, uh, who is performing the song 22. Um, last year, interestingly, Sarah competed to represent our old favorites, San Marino, at the 2018 Eurovision Song Contest um, with a song called Eye of the Storm. Um, which was written by twin sisters from Sweden which sounds great I don't know why San Marino didn't take that but uh, there See, we go See San
1: Marino have better talent <laughs> going forward for their competition in terms of writing production yeah. re- singing than we do in the UK mm, and yet yeah. still
0: <laughs> never <in>. through
1: nothing <laughs> It never, never a final getting into the final which shows that this whole top big five thing don't is a load of crap
0: well don't because we'll San never Marino, get in
1: they had someone they had an amazing singer from Ireland written by amazing writers from Sweden mm, mm. Uh, they put forward something else they need they need people thinking through this, this whole yeah, process
0: yeah. them but don't start mm. don't start dissing the big five thing because that's our only way that we're going to be in the <laughs> final oh, yeah, I, know. Don't, I know it best not to question it <laughs> well anyway back to Ireland uh, um, yes I so yeah. Give us your Give F- us your judgement
1: It's not a boy It's not a young man It's not a, <laughs> it's not a young
0: boy Chosen by Louis Walsh Is
1: interesting In refreshing. some aspects Let's say <laughs> Professionally Rather than anything else um, which is wonderful to see someone who's not a boy from Ireland that's yeah. great I think it start when it starts it sounds like it's going to be really interesting then the chorus kicks in and I, I find it just as uninteresting as the rest of Alan's yep. attempts last yep. year they did very well purely on staging Absolutely. they were so smart last year the song was complete. it was perfectly fine but the staging was beautiful and yeah. they did del- you know that's what they got out of it this year I think great that you haven't put a young boy forward, but this song is going to get lost in the rest of the noise of Eurovision. Yeah. It, it's yeah.
0: yeah, I agree. I don't think it's a qualifier. Sadly, Mm-mm. sorry Ireland, sorry Ireland. No. no, Oh Well, well, give us your points and then uh, try again next year. Um, <laughs> moving on we have Moldova with Anna Odebescu with the song Stay. Um, I have written very little about this it's a power ballad uh, but it's not one of those power ballads that's gonna stand out. Isabel do you agree?
1: Uh, Yes so I love how over the top Moldova are in everything they do, regardless mm-hmm. of the song uh, type, who's singing it, what what format it is. I, I, I really like Moldova as a country entering Eurovision. They have had a uh, they had a long stretch. They had a three year stretch that was that, of not qualifying for the Eurovision mm. Song Contest, so they wouldn't get through the semis, which was broken by 2017's absolutely wonderful summer anthem Hey Mama which yeah. was incredible and almost won Yeah, um, and they kept up the, the the ridiculous staging in last year's My Lucky Day which I, if it wasn't for the staging I don't think would have qualified the song no. itself was not great the singing was not great yeah. but the staging was hilarious and it created a number of amazing videos on Twitter if you watch yeah. anything that was based on uh, basically anything political that happened with countries was turned <laughs> into a, a video meme from lucky day my lucky day all of them ducking behind the doors and popping out at different points and absolutely incredible um i unfortunately think they're back to not qualifying again this year the video is hilarious it's (laughs) ridiculous um but it makes me think that moldova are a country who they had a they had a lucky they had a lucky break with Hey Mama, yeah. but fundamentally they don't really know what they're doing.
0: No, I th- I agree. <laughs> they, they could have been one of those countries that run with that for a long yeah, time. And... If they'd
1: kept going with that vibe, that same <clears throat> vibe from Hey Mama, then yeah. that made me think for one year and one year only that they knew what they were up to. And now I'm back to, oh, no, that was lucky for them that they had a really great act that one year who created an amazing song and very fun visuals to go alongside it this year no they're not qualifying
0: yeah they're in the odds they're 37th which is one above san marino who i did say we're going to qualify in the Ah! last episode so uh to be fair they may have a shot but i am saying that they are a non-qualifier won't be making it through to the final this year uh next up we have switzerland being represented by luca Hani with the song she got me um this song is uh, sung by Luca, who's been all over the place uh, since he was seventeen year old. Seventeen years old, he won Deutschland sucht den Superstar, which is German's version of Pop Idol. Um, he was the first non-German to win that show. Uh, he trained originally as a bricklayer, had a first hit single uh, in the charts, which which charted in Germany, Austria, and Switzerland, and sold out a number of concert tours. He, uh, in addition to his music career, he creates clothes for his own model label Jesus. and merchandising shops. And he stars as a model himself in front of the camera and publishes his own magazine. Despite all of that, there's a song that he sings, uh, which features the line, getting rowdy rowdy. <laughs> Isabel, <laughs> what do you think of Luca's She Got Me?
1: Um. Um, it's a truly awful video. (laughs) And for me, literally all I wrote for this was sounds like a hundred other Eurovision entries.
0: Wow. Interesting. I don't think there's
1: anything interesting about this song. It's not that it's the worst thing in the world in any sense. It's not so notable that we would play an aspect of it because it's so horrendous. My God, you've got to listen to this terrible song. It just sounds like every other thing that's been entered in Eurovision for the last five years, things that haven't got through to the semis, or if they through the semi sorry and even if they have got through they've ranked very low on the actual night itself so uh, switzerland sorry you've not done well
0: well that's interesting as well that's interesting because currently it's number three in the odds
1: that's mental that is (laughs) mental that's ridiculous
0: so i would say that i mean it's a i need to listen to
1: it again that's not (laughs) happening i'm sorry fundamentally that is not fucking No, happening. because
0: this is this is a this is a young man doing a pop song, but it's not like uh like Lake man- Lake Malawi or even Benjamin Ingrosso where it's slightly funky disco song. This is pretty basic boy really pop
1: basic
0: um and i'm not sure it's got a slightly balkan kind of tone to it which might be like that it's got a latin feel to it with some balkan beats so it might be appealing on a broader spectrum there but there is nothing that stands out in this song that makes me think it's a top three by far I gave it the benefit of the doubt and said around 10, maybe 11. Um, but it's maybe a, an, an anomaly there. Mm. Interesting. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Okay, so we are moving on. And as we move on, Isabel, I am going to open up my bottle of whiskey and pour ah! myself a glass. Because I think the next run of a few songs is going to need it. So here's my whiskey pouring. There we go, and we will move on to Latvia with the band Carousel singing the song "That Night." Um, I think we can quite quickly say their bio on the Eurovision website is incredibly dull, and I think that's a fair re- reflection of the song. Um, mm. It's it's currently one below San Marino on the odds at number thirty nine. Yeah, 39. yeah. Well, do you it have to be. anything you want to say
1: about it? The only thing I wrote was so boring. Switched it off. <laughs> I didn't listen to the whole thing i don't yeah. want to listen to the whole thing quite happily we'll miss this in the semi-finals yeah happy for it to not go through this wow. is such a dull song
0: <laughs> yeah it, it kind of feels like they're maybe trying to do that country thing that has been reasonably popular with some countries but a uh, country music type thing but it, it is just a boring version of a country music song sorry latvia yeah. uh next up we have romania uh represented by esther uh, esther Pioni with the song on a sunday esther is uh part canadian part romanian uh, she lived in canada for the majority of her childhood so could we perhaps see some celine dion-esque magic happen here isabel we were going to listen to this one weren't we let's have a little listen oh, I- Okay, that was Esther Pione on a Sunday. Uh, Isabel, go on, tell us what you think.
1: This is one I think we're going to differ on.
0: I don't know if we will. I realised I'd skipped this when I was looking at when to drink a whiskey. Oh, okay, so, okay, yeah.
1: okay. So for me, Well done, Romania. This is a moody pop song with a dirty beat behind it. (laughs) It takes a while to get into it, to properly like throw it into the song. You know, you get a good, it's a good minute in before you actually really get the meat of it. Yeah, But... I am vibing off this. Mm, It's not as big as some of the other bangers that are released this year. So I don't think it's going to be top five. You know, I don't think this is a contender to win in any sense. But congrats, Romania, for putting forward a really interesting, but beyond interesting song. So if you listen to the last episode that we did for semi-final one, we talked Mm. quite a bit about... Interesting isn't good enough for Eurovision. You can no. have an interesting song that Muso types sit and go, Oh, yeah, that's really great. And the staging <laughs> yeah, and the song, yeah. Oh, yeah, That's not good enough for Eurovision. You have to be, you know, the amount of people that are watching this and voting for it, you have to go beyond that. And I think actually, this is the only song this year that could be described as interesting but beyond.
0: Mm, I yeah.
1: like this song, it's gone straight onto my Eurovision playlist. Wow. I uh, would be very, well this is definitely going through semi-final two. interesting because of the what it's up against for sure this is better than a lot of the draws that's in the second semi-final Mm. but I don't think it's going you know I don't don't think in any chance this is going to win but I think this is going to do quite well for Romania I'm really proud of them this year
0: oh that's good I yeah I well I said yeah actually I like this song um, of all the like it's slightly soft it's not like a banger like you said uh, of the softer female fronted songs I think it carries a punch and is quite memorable um, yeah punchy yeah and we hear, we're hearing there's one interesting musical trend that I've heard in quite a few songs this year uh, are like a sort of loud war horn in the background where it's like <laughs> <laughs> like that <laughs> and um and there's some of that in here and i think it sounds like it sounds good uh sadly isabel the odds don't reflect either of our opinions as it's currently sitting 33rd And it's looking like it may not qualify. Um, No, that's
1: nonsense. (laughs) If it was in semi-final one, I'd be putting it at that risky point of, Mm. oh God, it probably should be in the final, but it's probably not going to get through because it's up against such big contenders. Semi-final two, there's a lot of shit here. Yes. Esther, if Esther... If you don't get through semi final two, there is vote rigging going on because this is a solid song. This is a solid pop song from Romania. It's not something you'd expect from them typically. No. I think they've done really well this year, and I would be highly disappointed if they didn't get through the second semi final because this deserves to be a final place. Doesn't deserve to be top 10, doesn't deserve no. to win. Not saying that. Deserves to have that stage in the, in the final, though, for sure. Okay.
0: I agree. I put it in to qualify, but qualify as the last qualifier effectively so it's in my 10 mm-hmm. position mm-hmm. just sneaking through there yeah. alright let's uh, let's move on uh, if we have to to Denmark yeah! uh, who <laughs> is represented by Leonara with the song Love Is Forever Leonara uh, when she's not singing is a figure skater and has won the Danish Championship three times um, uh, showing off many of her skills uh, in this song as well she sings in four languages in the three minute duration of the song english
1: french german danish
0: you got it you know it Uh, it. um so i the probably the one thing i like about this song is the (laughs) transitions of languages i think that's quite smooth other Mm -hmm. than that I think this is the wettest song <laughs> I've heard in the contest in a long time. Ah. It sounds like a junior Eurovision song. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah. It is not... I mean, it's compare it to some of the others. Com- compare this to Conan Osiris, and this is a children's TV afternoon yeah. sing-along yeah, sure. song.
1: Mai wrote three words for this. Oh, dear. <laughs> Awful twee boring. hmm Mm. it's not much
0: better have you seen the have you seen her performance she's wearing like a hat yeah. and braces and like yeah. a, it's yeah. the big chair thing big it's chair and sat in a big chair it's big just chair. dross
1: so this is the one that when i i don't know if you've kept this in in the last episode but if you did and you listen to the last <laughs> oh. episode and i talk about how other eurovision type are <laughs> uh, seem to pretend that every song at Eurovision is great this year, mm, which is nonsense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This was the point in the, in the <laughs> listing. So at D, by D, I gave up on looking at what other people thought about songs because they tried to talk about how good this was and I was like, nope, I'm out, I'm out. You Mm. are clearly pandering to the masses and I'm not interested because this is not a good song. This is no place at Eurovision. I don't care Mm. that they've got a big chair in comparison to everything else. I think actually, actually, I think this is the
0: worst song yet of the whole competition. (laughs) Wow, that says a lot. Um, it is, it's twenty-first in the odds, Isabel, which puts it right on Fuck the border. Off. Right on the Fuck border. Off. I mean just below the border of uh if you it, take it to a If it gets through the semis,
1: six. it's only because it's in a week semi-final.
0: Yeah, that's true. It would be the If it was it, in the
1: if it was in semi final one, there's no absolutely chance. no chance to to make to the final. It is boring as shit. Let's move on to the next one. Let's
0: uh, move on to the next, next one. Next up we have Sweden yeah. represented by John Lundvik with Too Late for Love. Isabel <laughs> You and I listened to this in the Swedish church in London many months oh, ago. I did. And uh, it has not lost any of its charm. Let's have a listen <laughs> to Too Late for Love by John Lundvink. No! Oh that my was, god, I got a lesson to that all <laughs>
1: night.
0: That is the lovely John with the irresistibly clappable, too late oh. for love. <laughs> um, yes,
1: John, yes, John, love yes. you.
0: So, as I say, we watched this song in not even in Melody Festival and final, we were lucky enough to get the semi final no, where yeah, John performed. Yeah. Um, Interestingly, just as an aside, I assume you know this, but you might not. John is is doubling down on his chances this year as he's going to be representing both Sweden as a singer-songwriter and the United Kingdom as writer and composer because he wrote the lyrics to Michael Rice's Bigger Than Us.
1: (laughs) <laughs> didn't know that no that makes me really so, that makes me more excited for you Ken, i know right it I suddenly
0: like legitimizes us a little John, bit
1: you a- absolute babe
0: yeah apparently apparently he was thinking of entering uh, bigger than us into melody festival and and then he was talked out of it so we got it <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: well, I'm glad he was.
0: We got the leftovers. Too late
1: for love. Yeah, it is a-, a stonking track. Oh Absolutely. my god, I love this man. I love the lady backing singers. I love the song. I love the simple staging. I fancy him so goddamn much, as does everyone that has ever witnessed this man on stage with his slightly too tight T-shirt and his Ooh. lovely big arms. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this-
1: He's so smiley. Yeah, and this—I mean, you know, Sweden, as we all know, Sweden are always hot. Sweden are always hot contenders in yeah. the Eurovision Song Contest. They have—I mean, it's—I think it's undebatable that they have the best pop writers, singers, producers, artists in the world. They know what they're doing. Every artist across the world, whether they are based in America, the UK, Europe, Asia, wherever, they use Swedish writers and producers yes. because they know what they're doing when it comes to music. But and I. It makes I know that if there's some people I know It makes it a bit boring In terms of Eurovision Going well, Sweden are good again Sweden, yeah. But Sweden are good again Why yeah. don't we celebrate this They're good again yeah. They've absolutely <laughs> nailed it We were As like you said We were lucky enough To be there At the Swedish church During the semi-final That this was involved in mm. And I'm so glad I was and that this has yeah. finally got through because everyone that there, who was there that night, there was a mixture of people like myself and Roland and our friend Benji, who love Eurovision through and through, yes. who are very committed. And there were people there also in our group Who'd who would never seen never it, probably watched it before in their lives, <laughs> yeah, i.e. Like your first. girlfriend, Caroline, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> especially not 1st They'd never seen Mel first, mm-hmm. And yet every single person in our group was dancing to this, loving it, fully supporting John the entire way through. Yeah. It is such an upbeat wonderful song. I can't stop listening to it. This obviously is going to get through the semi. Obviously. I I'm going to hold off explaining why. Mm-hmm. But it's I don't think it's going to win.
0: Mhm. I agree.
1: This is I would say if it's not in the top 5 I'd be disappointed. Yeah. But it's not going to win. However, in another year with poorer entries, it yeah. could have done very well. Yeah, uh, it, it could have. It could have won. It's still going to do very well. This is one where you're up off your feet. If you've never heard it, the first time you hear it, you don't. This isn't one of those songs that you have to hear three or four times to get really into. No, you. the first time you hear it, you absolutely love it.
0: Completely agree. I, I think I've put it all go in sixth position. Um, I think that. Really? The, the, there will be. I'd some... agree. Fourth,
1: fourth to sixth, fourth yeah. to seventh. That's yeah. where it's going to play
0: around five. Um, I but I, I well will, done, John. <laughs> I will say that things could have been very different because I know that there was a slight contingent. I think of all of us uh, a little bit that I do got through to. Uh... <laughs> I do, I do, I do. Da, 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 it would have da, been, da, been bing, a very different bing, bing, bing. Swedish entry, but just as lovely. The
1: sliding oldies <laughs> on their little fire steps that they were on. Lovely. Okay,
0: let's move on uh to uh austria with Paenda uh with the song it's, it's pronounced
1: panda actually oh
0: i'm very sorry i apologize i read to this everyone. earlier wow panda. okay like the bear like uh, the bear okay so austria with panda and the song lyric Lyri- limits as we know austria were the surprise success last year so will they replicate it again this year Probably not. No. No, No, they won't. It's an
1: Ellie Golding ripoff.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: It's fine. She's got lovely blue yeah. hair, yeah. But I forgot it almost instantly. Yeah, it's nothing new for Eurovision. It's nothing new for music. It's nothing apart from the blue hair. <laughs> yeah,
0: she I mean, really and the nice.
1: song are not bringing anything exciting to the table. Unless the staging is undeniably incredible, it's gonna get lost on the night. I if it, if it gets through the semis, it's not the worst. If mm. it gets through the semis, it will very, It will end up very, very low um, in the finals.
0: Yeah, I don't think it will qualify. I, I like. I think the vocal line is nice and interesting, but it is quite similar. to, I referenced it in the last episode. Portugal's song last year, which yeah. came dead last in the final. And that was only because they automatically qualified. So I don't think Austria are going to... We'll, I don't think we'll see them in the final this year, sadly. Oh, uh, well. Well, let's move on to uh, Croatia, who are being represented by Roko with the song The Dream. Now, Isabel, before we talk about this, I would like to say <laughs> that this song was co-written this year by one Jacques I know. Kudek... Yeah. who is known for not only being the singer of the duet in 2017 where he sang both parts, but more importantly, known for being a massive homophobe. Uh, Isabel, massive you,
1: homophobe. You, you
0: were aware of this. Yes, um, I was
1: aware of this. Yes, this was written by someone who was voted like the top homophobe in the country at one point. And yet and yet seems to think and you know, it's not just that he, you know, he sang for Croatia a couple of years ago, but and now he's written this one. He also tried to get involved in our UK entry last year. Oh like my he God, loves I Eurovision. Forgot. Should yeah. not be involved in Eurovision though in any sense because he's a massive homophobe and gross. Um Yeah, this song. So well actually this song, weird so when as soon as it started the thing that, the song it reminds me of you know when you get those eurovision entries mm. that go well oh, this sounds a bit like that
0: mm.
1: this song reminds me so much of you're one in a million, it's once in a lifetime. That's. It's a song called One in a Million. It's a 2001 hit from the Swedish, a Swedish artist called wow. Bosson, which wow. none of you will probably have heard of who no. his name was. I didn't know his name. You might know the song from the film Miss Congeniality, though. Okay. They use it in that heavily. And that's the only reason why I know that song, is because of that. They use it in um, uh, like, pageant music uh, in Miss Congeniality. It sounds so similar to that, which... That song itself, when I started Googling it, I was surprised it wasn't a Eurovision hit. Yeah, Because that in itself should not have been a a song outside of Eurovision. That (laughs) should have been a Eurovision win in 2001. It's an amazing song. I think about it quite often. It sounds so similar to that, but a shit version of it. Is. Yeah. the outfit he's wearing as well. Fuck me. He's wearing white jeans, a white leather jacket and white angel wings, which oh, is dear. beyond trashy and gross. Yeah. And even if you're going to wear that, I expect the wings to open at some
0: point and become six
1: <laughs> feet wide,
0: which they do not do. It's 32nd in the odds. And for the sake of Jack Hudek not making another appearance at Euro- Eurovision, no. let's hope it gets uh, what the odds odds are saying we'll move on Mm. um next in line thank god we have (laughs) malta represented by Mikola with the song chameleon let's have a listen All right, there we go. That was Mikola with Chameleon. Uh, In Mikola's biog on the Eurovision website, she describes herself as an average teenager, but then goes on to say, but when I start singing, it's as if my voice takes over my entire being. Aretha Franklin once said... That you sing soul with your whole body. I know exactly what she means. To be honest, well, that, that doesn't. hate her a bit. <laughs> it doesn't sound like just an average teenager. Mm. Uh, Isabel, what do you think of uh, Chameleon by Mikula?
1: I'm very interested, I'm Mm. very interested in this Malta entry this year. (laughs) Mm. Uh, I think the video, if you've seen the actual pop video for this, I think the video is better than the song. The video is beautiful, really Mm. interesting to watch, Mm -hmm. love it. Uh, Malta, a bit of backstory to Malta if you don't know already. Malta have failed to qualify three out of the past four years. Right. They are qualifying this year. Oh yeah, there is no yeah. way they're not. This song is really fun. I've added this to my Eurovision playlist. Yep. I'm really interested in it. Yep. The the chorus is is very odd and interesting. Mm. I I kind of was hoping that the chorus would go bigger than it does, uh, rather than the Come a chameleon just yeah. on repeat. It will do. So in fact, the actual words I wrote for this were, "It will do well, but not as well as they probably think." It does. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they probably who, think this is the they? smartest entry know. of the year.
1: <laughs> they, Malta, the people okay. that have put this forward, not Malta as a country, but they, yeah. the the producers and everything that have put this forward for Malta this year, they probably think this will be like a top five entry. I don't think it will. I think it's oh. not quite there, but really interested in it. Really like it. Well done, Malta. Uh, fun, interesting song. Definitely going to stand out from the crowd.
0: I think we, I think we uh, diverge on opinions here because this. <laughs> is one of my favorite songs of the whole contest this year is Oh wow. Yeah, I, I think and especially of the female led pop bops this is by far my it's favorite. It's really fun. Yeah, and and I think like I I really like some of the lyrics like give me water I'm a swimmer give me fire I'm a fighter. And I do think mm. that I know you said No, that, the
1: lyrics are really clever. Yeah. Really clever. And
0: I and I agree that it's it, it's an interesting structure because the chorus isn't the biggest part of the song. No. Uh the The biggest part of the song is the lead up to the chorus and then um, kind of post chorus, I guess. I don't, I think that, yeah, maybe it is too clever for its own good in that respect because like listening to it like several times, like I've done now, I know when the like real throw your arms in the air in and then the chorus is like this kind of dirty get low kind of vibe um i do think it does build towards the end when she's repeating those lines give me water i'm a swimmer she really like goes for it yeah
1: yeah yeah.
0: um i am putting this in where am i putting this let me see where did i say um i said i said that this is top five material um (laughs) i think the winner is going to go in a different way this year i think it's going to be a different style this is too close to this is too close to last year's winner too close to to win and and to and to fuego as well it's it's almost a combination of the two but as yeah but as a uh you know a standalone pop song this is one of my faves of the competition yeah. Very fun, fun song. song. Well,
1: done Malta. Well Actually done, that's Malta. kind of a theme of this year is that countries that have previously mm. not done well have pre- not just not done well but haven't qualified consistently mm. have not qualified for the for the contest through to the finals. Quite a few have absolutely fucking brought their game up this year and are definitely going to make it through to the finals mm-hmm. if not make it into the top 10 which When you do that again, do that comparison to places like the UK and Ireland, over on our side of the world it really shows how piss poor an effort we're putting into this yes because you are somewhere like malta you're somewhere that hasn't qualified for a number of years it's not the pop cultural
0: center of the universe is it exactly
1: no absolutely not and they brought something that they've gone you know what let's fucking put this forward and they have put a lot of time a lot of money into Mm. this and i am very impressed
0: so next up we do have Lithuania, uh, and this one is sung by Jurij Veklenko and the song "Run with Lions." So, in his biog, uh, it says alongside his artistic career, he got his dream job with an IT company where he currently works. <laughs> Jurij says that says that IT and music make up the perfect combination where monotony. Is being replaced by music And vice versa <laughs> Why would your dream oh, job be something But that makes me like
1: him a bit more <laughs>
0: <laughs> But why would your dream job be something you describe as monotonous um, oh that
1: makes no come on we've all well me and you definitely have met an, an odd analyst in our time sure it was wonderful sure. yeah uh, that's we have true. it all the time in our company where we get an analyst join and everyone goes oh they don't talk much i don't know if they're liking it and you're like no they're not meant to speak much they're no, an analyst, no, no, no. They're an analyst. <laughs> they're they sit and analyze awkward yes they yeah, analyze yeah. things they're wonderful yeah. they don't talk it's brilliant it is um, a, No, I it, can't. It, that makes me like them a bit more now okay
0: all right fair enough sorry sorry yeah. to be uh For,
1: for me, no. For me, I'm I'm with you on this in terms of it's uh, it's it's a little bit Eurovision by numbers and not yeah. in a good way. No, it will do fine. Do you think? I think I don't. I just think it's nothing outstanding in any mm. way. They've got, they've done a bit like yeah, Eurovision by numbers. That's it.
0: Yeah, I said stick to the it. Uh, Stick
1: to the IT, mate. Get back <laughs> to your bloody desk. Get back
0: to the computer. I don't think it's going to qualify. Despite it being in the weaker of the two semi finals, I think mm. there are songs that stand out, whether that's yeah. for good or bad yeah. reasons, uh, yeah. over this.
1: Agree. Fine. Moving All on. right.
0: Sorry, Lithuania. Okay. So, Russia now. Russia, one of the big players in the game. Yeah. uh And uh not only one of the big countries in the name, but. One of the most well-known names on the Eurovision stage has mm. returned to uh, get back what some people think was taken from him, which was the crown back in Eurovision 2016. He came third. Oh, he did come! Did
1: he come? Third? It came third. Oh, bloody hell. Yeah. We taken built- from him. It came ah, third. Right. Yeah, then. fair
0: enough. I, I retract that statement. Uh, but there was the big contest that we all know between uh, Sergei and Jamala, um, which, uh, you know, was a bit of a classic Eurovision moment. Uh, the song from 2016, You Are The Only One, uh, having uh gotten over the anger that we were throwing towards Russia at the time. Uh yeah. is 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 a Eurovision classic. It's on my yeah, playlist absolutely. as one of them. It's on the my
1: playlist too. Big I listen bangers. to it regularly. Absolute banger. Love it.
0: So he's returned with the song Scream. Isabel, does it compare to his previous entry and how well do you think it will do? <sighs> um, so there isn't a, a,
1: a, a Widely recognised um, rule, which is you don't return to Eurovision,
0: mm, regardless
1: yeah. of where you did. If you won it, if you came last, yep. uh, Valentina Minetta <laughs> is a <the> case <laughs> in point for this. But yeah. you just don't return. You did your time. You d- you had that s- staging. Uh, you know, you got you got in front of lots of people, but you just don't come back because you'll never do as well as you did the,
0: the time before. And especially and if you're is- such a widely recognised name, anyway everyone knows he was in it before he doesn't need to for his career no you look at alexander
1: ryback with norway you don't need to he won it for fuck's sake yeah you don't need to come back sergey is a he's a eurovision icon now he is one of those people that despite all the booing every year whenever russia perform and Mm -hmm. you know whatever people think about them politically sergey really changed things a little bit for his year in terms of when he performed it was a great song really good staging a little bit of a man's ripoff but did very well (laughs) this is nowhere near as good as no. 2016 it's not as good as thunder and lightning and very exciting and mm. da, 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 da. it's just not there it's a perfectly average ballad russia will get through because they're russia they always do but mm-hmm. in terms of previous years where we know we know that Russia's going to get through and you know yep. that they're going to sit very highly in the final yeah. i think actually this is going to be a disappointing year for them i wow. think it's a in terms of russian entries it's quite a boring attempt Mm. um who normally as i said historically do well regardless of everyone hating on them as a country this is i think this is a shame from russia
0: i i I think that they have the two things that they have going for them are that that it's russia and that it's sergey and And, yeah. and that's about it and I think that that will get them quite far obviously qualifying and I think that it will get them quite far this is where the odds are truly uh, not reliable at this stage because they are currently second in the nope. odds
1: no <laughs> chance no chance the you look at some of the other entries the stuff that we talked about yesterday well in the you know in the previous episode with semi-final one the how many incredible acts there are in semi-final Final one. Semi final two, weaker. Some of the really good songs we haven't talked about yet because actually it starts off quite slow, semi final two. But in terms of just off the top of my head, if I was racking up the songs that should be in the top 10, this is not one of them. I could easily right now name you 10 entries that are much better than this.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, mm-hmm. But we'll see them in the final nonetheless. Good. Uh next up we have Albania with uh, Yonida Malakai uh, singing the song now I was hoping you'd be doing this one okay. uh, but it's Kafeo Tokes I think okay. uh, um this, we have yet another social media influencer on our hands. Um, Jesus. Yeah, Yonida has. can't uh, fucking
1: swing a cat for influencers uh, nowadays. Can <laughs> you? no, Jesus seriously. Jesus
0: Yonida has 435,000 Instagram followers. She's a well known influencer and fashion icon in her home country, uh, joining, as we said in the last episode, B- uh, Bill I. Hassani and Zina from semi final one. So. We did say it will be interesting to see if that has any impact mm. on the public vote. Uh, Isabel, what do you think of Cafeo Tokes? It's uh, hmm.
1: it's quite a haunting song. She's a beautiful tattooed Bond girl type yeah. being. Yeah. Mm. Um, You know, Albania have finally... Well, she specifically actually has finally won a ticket to Eurovision after several tries. So she started trying to get into Eurovision in the 90s. Mm. And so has finally made it here, which is amazing. The the song itself, it translates to... The meaning of it is come back to the land. So it discusses immigration. Really interesting. But again, as we've discussed, interesting is not good enough for Eurovision. Yeah. And previous entries that have gone sort of something similar so again we've discussed in the last episode madame monsieur from france yeah. everyone thought that was going to do amazingly well because it was about uh, immigrants and yeah. I think it's this is too it's trying to take from obvious. jamala yeah without actually having the impact of jamala yeah. i it, it's fine but i i, I if i never heard it again i wouldn't care
0: no i agree although i will say you know we said earlier or maybe it was last episode that you know there's always going to be a contingent of these balkan ballads that that get through and i think this yeah. is one which is very much like on the border if they get the staging right and i haven't seen any of their staging yes then, agree. uh it could qualify but it's very much in it's the not going to do well on the night no in the it, final it's going to come very low um Okay, next up we have Norway uh, being represented by Kiano with "Spirit in the Sky." Now, Kiano's "Spirit in the Sky," different song, different song. <laughs> Not that
1: one. I Gareth uh, Gates and the Kumars. The- Anyone? Anyone?
0: <laughs> no? I remember that one. I remember that one. Um, no, so this Spirit in the Sky features joik influences. Joik. We all remember joik, Yoik. Yoik. Uh, which is the traditional song of the Sami people, who, of course, we yes. all know about after the episode the that I did. the worst
1: episode we've ever done <laughs> of the podcast.
0: Still available. If you want to know about the Sami people, then... <laughs> Go back to it. It's still online. Um, so, it, yeah, it features a 30-year-old native of, north, uh, of a northern Norwegian town named Fred yeah. Buljo. Um, he is a well-known Norwegian uh, singer. He competed in Norway's Got Talent with the Sami rap group Dolova Dorta, and is currently considered one of the Sami music scene's most talented performers isabel what did you make of kiano's spirit in the sky
1: um i really wanted to enjoy it yeah but i think i just norway generally just continue to disappoint me (laughs) i think they've got a lot to learn from their scandinavian neighbors you look at every other country that's around that same block they know music better hmm. than Norway do. I don't know how that works because when you th- you would think that because they're so connected, yeah. that something would pass over just by osmosis, just through in the some mountains. Sense, you'd hear that hear something would transfer over from Sweden and Denmark, and even you know looking at Northern uh, European countries that aren't physically connected to Norway would 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 pass over some music musical knowledge to them they just disappoint me year in year out I think it will do quite well but I don't mm. think it's that good a song it's interesting enough for it to definitely it'll get through the semis yeah I don't think it will score high in the finals interesting and I have no fucking clue why they're wearing cat ears in the video
0: <laughs> oh god yeah I haven't seen the video the video's fucking about it, shit though. show it's a yeah, shit I heard show about it's it. awful yeah I, I agree there was a lot of hype around, around this song when it first came out yeah and I, loads I of hype I didn't get it I, what, I think the thing I did Dislike most about this song is the non-Sami male singer whose voice just he sounds like he should be in, um, uh, in like Gemini or a band like that. He just kind of is a very kind of not a strong, powerful voice, or even no. either way, it just sounds the like a sami singer is the singer. only
1: interesting thing as that's yeah. a part of this song, actually. Yeah. The woman I don't care for, the non-Sami male I don't care for either. I have no interest in them so Norway yet yeah, again no way no Norway. way, Norway <laughs> no way Norway
0: no um, it's doing quite well in the odds it's 10th in the odds uh, this is what i am
1: said you know I'm, it'll do quite well yeah, but it's yeah. not actually very good no and yet again like I said with Russia there are there are countries this year who have been very poor at Eurovision for a very long time mm. who have put forward songs that are so strong in comparison mm. to previous entries and compared to other the countries this year that I don't think Norway deserve a good spot in the final because there are countries like Malta who, m- fuck me, the fucking fighting they've done this year to do well,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: far more deserve that place than Norway do. Norway, totally. you're big, you're strong, you have a lot of musical support around you, do better.
0: No way, Norway. There we go. No way, Norway. Uh, okay, we are moving straight on to the Netherlands. Duncan Lawrence with the song Arcade. We're going to have a listen to this one. music video uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> so that was duncan lawrence with the song rk in duncan's bio duncan's bio is uh i think unique but it's entirely one quote from duncan he says in his bio my youth wasn't always easy i was bullied a lot and i couldn't defend myself music was a safe haven a place where i where i was not insecure and i could let my emotions run free I'm always inspired by stories that move me real personal experiences from my own life or someone else's Arcade Mm. was inspired by the story of someone I loved deeply who died at a young age the Mm. words and chords and melodies came to me automatically as if they fell from the sky Isabel Call it cheesy, but that is how you win over journalists, and that, that is, is how, how
1: you <laughs> deal with the Eurovision press team. Fuck yes, me.
0: yeah, that is how they will then win over the public, too. That is a story and a half. Isabel, what do you think of Duncan Lawrence with the song Arcade?
1: The Dutch are very good at pop, I would say, in terms of continental Europe, they are mm. s- probably second to Sweden. Wow, in terms of going through Eurovision anyway, you know, I don't know wider pop knowledge. I'm not claiming to be an expert. Sure. But in terms of Eurovision they are very good year in Mm. year out the netherlands put forward a very strong entry for eurovision um even if you don't particularly like it it's not your thing you can have to sit and go that's a good song that's a good song they've done all right there haven't they duncan again this is similar to some of the previous entries in that actually it really only kicks in about a minute Mm. and a half in you have to get halfway through the song before it to really get punchy once when it, it does, gets punchy, though, yeah. fuck, really mm-hmm. good. Mm. And I think this is definite to get through the to you know through oh, the yeah. semi-finals. Yeah. I would not be surprised if this ranked very highly in the finals as well. Mm. It's uh, yes, you have to get through that first minute and a half of it being a bit slower, a bit moodier before the beat kicks into it. Yeah, but this is a real contender. For a very high uh, high ranking final entry, mm-hmm. I think. Depending on the live performance, I don't know what they're gonna do totally. staging wise. I've seen the video, very sexy, a bit nudie. A bit nudie, um, yeah. A bit nudie, love a bit of nude. <laughs> but this, for me, depending on li- the live performance for me, depends on how highly this is gonna rank. If they yeah. have something phenomenal for the live staging, this is a top 10 contender. Mm. If not, lower. If it's good staging,
0: Top 10. interesting so I, I i agree and i think actually the fact that there's you know that it's a, a, a live performance with staging will help with that first minute and a half because you can do some really dramatic things with very low really lighting dramatic. to yeah. make it very yeah. clear people that are hooked
1: in so that when yeah. that minute and a half kicks in Ooh, they're fucking ready powerful. for it
0: powerful yeah yeah i think uh, you know i think this it's a great song regardless of the performance i i think it's powerful enough to move people without being too over the top, uh, you know, to the level of uh, Sergei Lazarev with Scream where it's very clear that they're trying to be dramatic. This isn't trying to be dramatic. It just is impactful. Yeah. It sounds like a modern day pop song um, and it's really like haunting. There's some really interesting instrumentation um, with the backing vocals uh, playing very echoey. So it sounds like someone far away. Listen, I think that there is a very good chance that Eurovision will be paying a visit to the Netherlands next year with this song. Do I am putting this in my top two. And I think wow. this year, the top two will be some way away from the third position. I think it's gonna be a two horse race. And uh, I can, wow, I'll can i say who okay. the second horse will be later. But I, I think will it's gonna be a two horse race And
1: I think it's gonna be the same one. I think it will be the I same one. I would say this for me, I, well, I said in the last episode that I think um, Czech Republic this year have nailed it Wow! in terms of getting up there really high. If there wasn't for another entry, which I won't name yet, sure. I think the Czech Republic <laughs> could do very well. And this could do very well. I wouldn't yeah. class this as number two. Top five. Okay. Top five easily. Well, no. Top ten easily. Easily. Top five, um, depending on live performance. It's. N- I don't think it's going to win because there is a act who I am I would absolutely yeah. putting my money on this year for winning. Wow. Um but fucking well done Netherlands. Yeah, really impressed.
0: well done Netherlands. Well done Netherlands. It's a great song. All right, let's move on now to North Macedonia. For the first time, premiering as North Macedonia. No, No, it's so exciting for them. No no longer FYR Mace. North Macedonia, same flag though. Uh, So they are being represented by Tamara Turewska with the song Proud. Isabel, I have written here, Bon song, bon song, bon song, bon song, bon song. It is, (laughs) I was worried it was was not going to happen this year. I was worried we were going to, the tradition was going to falter. But we have our slightly more subtle, but it is definitely yeah. a Bond song. Yes, uh,
1: a subtle Bond. Yes, a subtle no, I didn't, Bond. I didn't think Bond, but you're mm, right here.
0: It's Bond. I, it is Bond. <laughs> mm,
1: for sure. So it is, as we've, you know, always with Eurovision, the winner of the year before they Mm. will always be kind of copycat versions or something that links into Mm. that song. This is, I would say, it's not a copycat of Netta in any sense, but it has linked into that female empowerment piece. Right, proud, You watch the music video, there's lots of diversity in the music video, which Mm. I am fucking loving. Well done, North Macedonia, for that. There's amazing, there's all these women singing the song, lip syncing along to it. There Mm. are women of every color, creed, ethnicity. There's a deaf woman signing at one point. Oh, wow. Amazing. It's very stripped back. It's a mm. beautiful voice. Of all the ballads that are this being is... performed this year, this should go through the semis. Yeah. This, for me, is the best ballad of the year. Yeah. Um. In terms of the final, no, it's not going to win. No, it's not no. going to make top ten. But North Macedonia, as your new
0: being yes. that you are, well, fucking done. It's a good start, isn't it? To their. Can you mune? tell I'm pissed because I keep saying fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no you're just being it's just emphatic it's good okay that's okay uh, yeah, no,
1: almost I, went no for a second
0: <laughs> oh bloody hell i was dangerous when i did that last time uh no so yeah it, as i say it is one of those subtle bond songs more more so than previous years but i'm glad we were able to continue the tradition um yeah. i i agree it qualifies comfortably and then is in the high teens in the final but that's not bad really is it We've, no, we've, that's
1: phenomenal. Yeah, well and we've done, written
0: we've written Bond songs off in the past, so the fact yeah. they've gone a little more subtle about it, the messaging is on point. Uh, <laughs> next up and the last of our semi-final two songs is uh, Eurovision powerhouses as a, well, maybe not so much in recent years, but <laughs> Azerbaijan with this uh, the. The singer, I can't even, I don't even know which they are. Chingiz. Uh, Chingiz. Uh, represented Ching- by Chingiz with the song Truth. We're listening to this, aren't we?
1: Let's have a little listen. <laughs>
0: There we go. That was Azerbaijan with the song Truth. Um, <laughs> Ching- Chingiz's bio says, Chingiz loves the company of his dog, kung fu and yoga. He yeah. always enjoys getting a breath of fresh air while backpacking or doing outdoor meditation. When you said that,
1: I thought you, it took me a second to realise what you said. And I thought he said the, like, he liked the company of his
0: dogs, kung fu and yoga. <laughs> oh, they're brilliant names for dogs of his dog well maybe that is it says dog comma kung fu and yoga he
1: likes his dog kung fu and yoga for me though i would rather that he liked his dogs plural who were named kung fu and yoga
0: yoga. he likes yeah you're right it isn't yeah the way they've written that though it sounds like their dogs his dogs are called kung fu and yoga Uh, anyway (laughs) uh, hey isabel Azerbaijan can write a good pop song can't they
1: Fuck me, this is a total bop. This is a sexy, 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 sexy video. If you have not watched it, check it out. Very sexy, very odd, and um, really into it. This is one of those very few, as I've said previously, I'm quite drunk, so I can't remember if it was
0: this episode mm. or the one before. Uh, it's all blurred into each other. But it's
1: all into one now. <laughs> but there are very few Eurovision songs each year that as a UK participant... That you would listen to and go, ah! Oh, if this was in the charts, it'd be in the top ten. Oh, like, yeah, easily. Yeah. This is this a is song one. that, if it was released outside of Eurovision in the UK, it would be number one in the charts in the UK. One hundred percent, I believe that.
0: Mm.
1: This is great, really yeah. interesting. Straight into my Eurovision playlist. Yeah. Only thing I'll say about it is, I feel it doesn't go anywhere.
0: The, cor- it, the, fir- the Yeah, the first chorus is as big as it goes. And the first yeah. chorus is great. Like, you're like, oh, yeah. yeah, this is great. And then it plays again three times. And you're like, okay, yeah.
1: Yeah, it needs a bigger ending to it. Mm. If they wanted mm. to win at Eurovision, this would have to have some big payoff at the yep. end, which it doesn't have. In terms of wider song, though, great yep. song. Would it's great absolutely song. dance to this in a club. It's in my yep. Eurovision playlist. Really excited to listen to this again on the night. And I know that regardless of who's in the room, at my Eurovision night this year everyone will be up dancing to this because it is a tune and a half and a great way to end the first semi-final as well even if this was halfway through the semi-final it would 100% get through. But the fact that this is the last song people are going to hear that night, Mm. what an ending to that semi-final of a lot of poor songs to then end on this absolute banger. This is your (laughs) award. It really holds well for them, definitely.
0: Yeah, and hopefully their staging is, like their music video, slightly weird slightly dark and and you know sexy like you say yes
1: i want sexy dark staging for
0: sure (laughs) this for me is verging on top five i think it might just be just be behind sweden at maybe seventh place yeah top
1: 10 if this isn't top 10 there's something that's gone wrong. disappointing
0: yeah because this
1: is a tune and a half very good for
0: Yeah, good for Azerbaijan uh, with this This song. This is genuinely...
1: Genuinely is a year that a lot of countries you would not expect to put Mm -hmm. forward bangers have Mm -hmm. put forward bangers. Like, I really hope that in three years' time, if and when we're still doing this podcast, or regardless (laughs) of that, that the Eurovision fans are going, fucking hell, you know what? 2019 didn't have necessarily any... You know, one of those years where you go, oh, these songs are really going to stand yeah. out. They're really yeah. the bangers of this year. Yeah. But I really hope that in years to come, 2019 is seen as a year where the countries who normally don't up their game yeah. upped their game because mm-hmm. they did. There's num numerous numerous countries this year who have put forward songs that you would never expect they put forward, and f- yeah, they've really fucking impressed me.
0: Speaking of which, Isabel, we are done with the semi-finalists, but there are still three countries left, three of the big five uh, who are voting in the second semi-final. And so we are going to review their entries into the uh, Eurovision Song Contest. They're in in the final straight away, obviously, um, but they still have to compete. We are gonna first off. Let's let's start with uh, let's start with Germany <laughs> with uh, the band who have an un- unpronounceable name because they've decided to put an exclamation point where the, the I exclamation should be. Which, uh, so yes, it's Germany with uh, sisters sisters. I guess um, I. Yeah, what do you think as well?
1: Fucking hell. So this, as we were mentioning earlier, is a um, perfect example of piggybacking on the success of a song Mm. previously. So sisters, (laughs) whatever you call them, um, have attempted to put forward a feminist anthem for this year, Mm. but they have fundamentally failed. Partly (laughs) because the lyrics are quite cringy. Sure. I would say also partly because... The two acts that make up Sisters are not only not Sisters, but they have been cobbled together from other entries. So they, uh, I would really? guess, maybe six months, eight months ago, they never even met. They didn't know yeah. each other. So the, 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 the 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 chemistry on stage you can see isn't particularly Mm -hmm. great you Mm -hmm. spoke in the last episode about the fact that this year at Eurovision they have a spinny stage that is basically from what I've seen their only staging is the two women singing on a spinny stage Sure. the lyrics I was okay so I went for a a coffee and uh, catch up with my friend Ellie earlier one of the only things I mentioned was this (laughs) because it's so abysmal i was so highly disappointed with it i was telling yeah. her about the fact that it's they've tried to get across is a feminist thing and it's women talking about you know, I used to tear you down i used to think that you know i used yeah. to tell other people that you were shit and then i realized in myself that i wasn't happy and now you're my sister and i support you and yeah. Woo, woo. Yeah. it's dull staging you can tell the singers haven't known each other very long yeah. i would much rather if i'm going to listen to an anthem about female empowerment Give me Netta. Give me Fuego, yeah. for fuck's yeah, sake. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. give me a woman fucking knowing who they are, what they're doing, what they you know, whatever they look like, whatever they're singing about on stage feeling confident, rather than two wet women on stage <laughs> singing to each other about, I used to hate you, but now I know that you're great. Oh, fuck
0: off. <laughs> I'm glad that you're able to criticise their feminist message, oh, not me, awful. because I think it would sound worse coming from me. But it's awful. They're not going to get very far I would say that all of the big six that are getting through, of all of them, there is maybe one that would qualify if it was going maybe through the semi-final. One. Maybe, maybe one. Definitely one.
1: Definitely one. Yeah, there is yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely one. one that would
0: make yeah. it through. We, we'll just we'll just wait for that one because first before <laughs> we go to, we're very clearly holding off for one. But before we go there, we're gonna go we're gonna go visit. The lovely United Kingdom, uh, the home country of both you and I, Isabel. And uh, with the song uh, represented, sung by Michael Rice, Bigger Than Us. As we said earlier, written by John Ludwig, uh and uh, Isabel what do you think it's going to do we've spoken about it before we spoke about it during the
1: UK UK UK
0: yeah we spoke about it for Eurovision you decide so we probably won't speak that much about it Um, what do you think
1: it's fine in terms of entries we put in the past it's a lot better than the likes of Electro Velvet (laughs) Uh, a, a go lot about humping yeah. like we've we've upped our game somewhat since then but mm. why do you know every year at the moment since we've upped our game beyond putting through utter shit it's the same song every year <laughs> yeah. the the singers are good the song is fine but like i said you you're this year especially you're seeing countries who have historically done horrendously at eurovision who have put serious thought money and time into not only the song in in terms of lyrics but the the writers the production the quality the staging behind it and really change things up and for us to put forward michael you're lovely
0: You're a Eurovision
1: fan. That's really nice. Mm. The song is not bad in any sense, but you compare that to other entries this year from countries who have historically done terribly at Eurovision. We're not upping our game. What is wrong with this country? We have better talent than this. Mm. Not Michael. Not Michael. This is not you. Not specifically you. You're a wonderful voice. But... In terms of the writing, the production, the quality behind the song itself, we mm. have better talent. We can get better talent. We can pay for better talent. This is fine. If it was in the semis, I don't think it would get through because it's it's, it's just fine in terms of Eurovision as a whole. And we will, as always bottom of the right hand side of the board. Yeah.
0: It's I agree with you. I think you might not expect Britain to produce something like Fuego, which you know is full of like Latin rhythms and feels very kind of But
1: fucking hell. Can you imagine if we did?
0: Well yeah, it would be great. Fucking hell
1: if we put forward a Fuego, Jesus. But,
0: But my question would be like, could do we have the talent in our country to produce something like arcade, Duncan Lawrence? Absolutely. Like that is you know, the sort yeah. of music that you hear people like. We have the
1: talent here. We have the yeah. musicians. We have the songwriters, the producers, the the singers, the performers in any sense. I'm it's year and year again let down by this. I was listening to my Euro... Because I was doing a lot of Eurovision stuff today. I had my Eurovision um, playlist on on Spotify. Mm. And... Katrina and the Waves came on, oh, as it always bless does. Him. Bless him. And still now, it's 2019. That yeah. song comes on. I listen to it. I perk up. I'm fully involved. I'm fully invested. Yeah. No, we couldn't release Love, Shine a Light like Now. Of course we couldn't. It's no. 2019. It's a different era. We couldn't get that to be a win. But the quality of that song has stood the test of time. Yeah. That is a fantastic song. It hooks you in. It's great fun. It's really oh it just hits you in your heart. It's really mm. great. The we what are we doing?
0: Do you see this song getting out of the out of no. uh, above 20? No
1: no, no. And not at all you look again you look at the last songs that we've talked about this semi-final is, is not particularly great but the last semi-final jesus look mm. at the songs that are going through the there's no way this is going to be again same as always bottom side of the right hand side of the board do you think it's it could not, be bottom i don't think it will be bottom this year okay
0: i don't it will, think yeah. it will be bottom yeah
1: there were okay. worse songs than this yeah,
0: yeah. but
1: it's not going to do well and that's, no. that's not Michael's fault and it's
0: disappointing for him. No, and I think it might only be not bottom because of another big five country. Yeah. Um, okay, well, on that bum note, let's hit a high note because we are moving on to the last of the big six, including Israel, countries and that is Italy being represented by Mahmoud with the song Soldi. Isabel, uh, we're going to listen to this, aren't we? Let's yeah. have a listen.
1: Io da te non ho voluto soldi
0: È difficile stare al mondo
1: Quando perdi l'orgoglio Lasci casa in un giorno Tu dimmi se Volevi solo soldi, soldi Come se avessi avuto soldi, soldi
0: Lasci la città ma nessuno lo sa Ieri eri qua Okay, so that was Soldi by Mahmoud. Um This is one of the only of the top six, the big six, that I think has any chance of even getting in the top half. Um, but I think this is going to do very well. Isabel, what do you think?
1: This, for me, is proof, if it be needed, that you do not need to sing a speck of English for yeah. a song to be powerful, for it to be interesting, for it to be an earworm, and for it to absolutely nail it at Eurovision. Yeah. This, my God, is... <laughs> Outstanding From Italy this year The first time I hadn't even listened to this When we first talked about this On the podcast The only thing I was parroting What my Italian boyfriend had said Where he was like He's talking nonsense A week later He's then telling me No it's great It's a great song I listened to it fucking hell this is a great song this reminds me hugely of if you if you don't listeners if you don't already know of the belgium pop star genius stroma have Mm. a listen he's incredible a lot of his songs have been sampled by american artists Mm. he's very sought after in the music world absolute incredible um uh, incredible musician one of his songs uh, papa Ute, do you know it roland
0: I don't think I do, know.
1: So this it's very... It's not very similar in terms of sound, but in, ter- in some ways it's very similar. So Stroma does this amazing song called Papa Ute, which is about him, like, talking to his father. Like, Papa Ute, where are you? Like, where have mm. you been? And this really haunting video of him, uh, kind of like a waxwork dummy with a child trying to play with him all the time. And uh oh it's beautiful it's beautiful stromo is an amazing artist and this is very similar in um style of what it's talking about like this is my mood being like where are you know what have you been doing you ask me for money all the time yeah you know i'm not going to be that kind of father i'm not going to be that person in my mm. you know my son's life this is sung in italian and arabic so two con- two mm-hmm. two languages which is great for eurovision yeah i speak a of italian a little bit i'm learning right now yeah i don't speak any arabic most people don't speak a lot of italian does not matter for this song it does not matter it is punchy it has an amazing beat to it it is so well produced it's catchy as fuck when you get through to the to the chorus
0: Mm.
1: i am fully obsessed with this absolute (laughs) eurovision anthem
0: yeah, I totally agree. I would say that in the last episode, I spoke about uh, Conan Osiris's, uh song feeling just like the most contemporary and one of the most cool songs in Eurovision like in the last 10 years. And I would say that this is on a level to that. And interestingly, I think that this Eurovision could see a uh, shift in the songs that are being put forward where yes. actually the, the, the quality of songs... Are pushing towards the edge yeah. of contemporary music rather than being maybe five years behind what, uh, let's oh, be honest, like
1: hugely, the, yeah, so. you know, and hugely and we, so. I had a conversation with someone. Even, the songs this year are not songs of this year. These are songs of the future. Yeah, the songs that are going to do well this year have have surpassed what eurovision should be putting forward eurovision should be putting forward soldi in three four years time and instead italy have got in there now with a song that is genuinely it's blown me away at how good this song is
0: yeah and 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 they do and they do have and we're going sort of a bit outside of eurovision now but um, you know, the, the biggest impact on pop culture in the modern time is hip-hop. And as you and I both know, you can't do straight hip-hop at Eurovision. It doesn't work. But what these songs, what uh, Mahmood has done and what Kona, Conan Osiris has done has embraced hip-hop rhythms and hip-hop beats. And even, you know, there, it, with Mahmood's song, with Soldi, there is a bit of spoken word that could be, you know, t- yeah. interpreted as rap and hip-hop. Uh, and embraced that and turned it into something that is still true to its European roots uh, still true to I mean Mahmoud's like Arabic roots and his um, and his Italian roots and presented it in a way that fits in with the Eurovision song contest vibe but is years ahead of the competition oh which my is why god
1: they've stonked it this year,
0: they? <laughs> but which is why I said and I, I, I didn't say Conan would be in the top two but I do think that Duncan Lawrence's song is is kind of where Eurovision is now and is very popular yeah. is like the best example of where Eurovision is now and so I think that will do very well I think this is where Eurovision, as you said, will be in three years' time, and I think oh it will God. be very. Can you imagine for the that.
1: copycats of this that
0: are going to come in the years to come? Well, that goes to say that I think Italy will be in the top two, and like I said before, with Duncan Lawrence, it will be a two-horse race by some way. I think either one could win. I'm if I'm going to plump for one. I'm going to say Duncan Lawrence will win really? which isn't necessarily really? what I want but I think that might happen um so I think the winner of this year's contest will be Duncan Lawrence but I think that Mahmood will come away with like I, I think that there's so much excitement and respect around Soldi um that that I think that that will be a really big shift in Eurovision so what do I you am- think who who do you, go on tell me what you think I
1: am going to politely disagree in that yes, Duncan Lawrence Arcade should definitely be in the top 10, as I said, potentially be in the top five depending on live performance. I am going to put my money where my mouth is this year and say Mm. Italy for the win, Wow! for definite, for definite. Wow. And if they do not win. I will not only be very very surprised. And there's a couple of hot contenders, you know, you've got the Netherlands, Duncan, yeah. Arcade, you know, Arcade Great, you've got things like friend of a friend with Czech Republic, yeah. really catchy beat. That's such a little earworm, it's going to get in there somewhere. There's a couple of others as well that might be surprise entries in there. You never know what's going to happen with Eurovision. Yeah. But actually spending a whole day you know i've listened to songs here and there for the last few weeks last couple of months whatever Mm. but actually sitting and listening to them all in a row what is the song that made me physically excited and i have been thinking about a lot afterwards italy it's soldi it is such a good song i think beyond my opinion of whether it should win i think fundamentally it should it should win it's the best song of this entire competition it's the it's one of the best songs that Eurovision has seen in a long time Uh, in terms of the winners of the last five years it's up there it's definitely if it doesn't win it's going to be a Fuego of this year you know what I mean like Fuego lost to Netta Netta was amazing it's an incredible song but now a year on I go you know what actually I think maybe (laughs) I would prefer Fuego to win I love that song so much if it doesn't win it will be the Fuego of 2019 absolutely incredible job from Italy who have previously
0: done mediocre entries Ye- oh yeah absolutely I totally agree so listen Isabel that's it that oh, is like, all fuck, of the so- <laughs> <laughs> that is all of the songs from Eurovision and that is the last time dear listeners that you're going to hear oh, from us before three events the eurovision song contest 2019 takes place isn't that exciting it is
1: exciting oh god i'm (laughs) um, i feel a little bit sick that it's that close to eurovision and then it's gone again
0: i know for, for yeah. gays, slightly queer people and uh, slightly queer boy people. fans. Like myself,
1: slightly yeah, queer and, people. Yeah,
0: and pop boy fans across the globe. Like yourself. Uh, our, it's our Christmas Eve uh, oh. and it is on its way. I'm very excited. I'm so excited that I'm hosting and um, hopefully... All of you listening at home have an amazing Eurovision Yes, oh my contest.
1: God, yeah, this is the last time I'm going to speak. <laughs> have the best time ever at Eurovision, wherever you are. Reggie, you know, oh my God, all oh my oh, amazing people oh, yeah. that have travelled to different countries right now and you yeah. can't vote and you can vote for the first time and you're with friends and you're not with friends. Have the best Eurovision you can possibly have. Please let us know what you think about the evening. Obviously, as always, you can email us at Europhoriapodcast at gmail.com or...
0: You can tweet at us, at EurophoriaCast. I think we we might tweet during the show, but let's be honest, like, all of us listening, we're not going to be on Twitter no, until fuck afterwards. No, we know what's going on. You know, what, know what I know mean? Like, on. everyone, anyone listening to this podcast this late into the episode because it's so long we're not going to be on twitter so listen we are going to do we didn't do it last year we're going to do a full episode after eurovision reviewing the whole thing because we didn't get enough time last year to talk about the whole stuff so we're going to do a full episode after eurovision talking about the whole thing Uh, We don't have a date for that yet. And then we're going to do two more regular episodes after that. So Eurovision isn't over for us when the lights go out in Israel. We've got more episodes coming out afterwards. So we're so excited for Eurovision to happen, for us to talk about it afterwards. So please get in contact with us after it happens with your thoughts, opinions and all of that stuff. And as we say, have the best Eurovision ever. And oh God, enjoy yourselves. Thing. We everyone. love you so much. <laughs> we love you all. It's Christmas, everyone. Eurovision's <laughs> here. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>